Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to World at War Comics. My next guest is Mr. KJ from Denied Comics. KJ, thank you for stopping by this morning. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. Thank good, you good. You dropped off the kids. You got a quiet house. I know how that goes, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's nice for the time being. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, KJ, I mean, I would love to kind of jump into Denied, but I thought maybe what would be pretty cool is let's go back and I would love to understand when did this love for comics start in your life? Um, well, okay, so I would consider myself um, kind of late. I, I was in the 90s growing up as a child. So um, the first comic book I experienced that I had was Blade, actually. Um, I nice. was maybe six or seven years old. And um, my dad took me to see the movie for my birthday. And it scared the life out of me. And on the ride home, he's like, that's a comic book. That's a comic book. But, um, you know, eventually, I, before then, I was a big Batman fan. I, I enjoyed them. Even though people talk about these movies so bad, I enjoy all the Shoemaker and, and um, the, the Tim Burton Batman film. I enjoy all of them to Clooney. And, and um, then eventually the Spider-Man films came out and the Hulk films. And before then, I never read a comic book. Mm -hmm. up until my teenage years and I was like well I enjoy the movies I enjoy the video games you know I love the character Blade so it was during the time that the Civil War the first Civil War of Marvel was going on and I picked up a random Civil War book it was actually Blade versus Wolverine and the reason why I picked it up is because I like both of those characters and when I um when I got done reading the book I turned the final page over and it was like as if I didn't want to go back into my own world. I was like in this Marvel universe. And from that point on, I was just a collector after that. It was just it was just a good feeling that that I never experienced before. So I would say Blade from the movie all the way to like the Civil War and that comic book that I read was just it for me. You know, I like the Spider-Mans and I like it was just um, monsters. I was real big into monsters growing up. Um, Van Helsing. Van Helsing is one of the main reasons, like the Hugh Jackman, the old school Van Helsing was um, the one of the main reasons that pushed me over. I was like, I'm going to write monsters. And I just loved it. Yeah, I love it, KJ. And you see that in your comics, man. So we'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> definitely, man. I mean, who didn't love Blade, man? I mean, that changed yeah. a lot, man. <laughs> it, it did. It did. It, it, people don't understand the impact. And I'm you know, uh, a lot of a lot of people love the Spider-Mans and they're 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 um, people my age or people who are fans of Blade are, are worried about the new Blade movie coming out or what Marvel Studios are going to do with it. But I'm a fan either way. You know, I'm going to enjoy the, the whatever they come up with. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be coming out, man. We'll see uh, who's going to play that lead role. It feels like it keeps going all over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, man. So then, you know, you, you read um, Civil War, you fall in love with um, the reading of comic books. When did you feel like, man, I, I have a story that I'd like to tell and I feel like comic books is a perfect place to do that? Oh, yeah. So um, I forgot to mention um, growing up, I um, the reason the main reason why I got into comic books and it led into my writing is because. I have a learning disability in writing and I was diagnosed at like 10 years old and they caught it at a late age. And I was trying to figure out why I couldn't 
you know, it's a, I'm a, I'm dyslexic. I um, <laughs> had a writing, like the way the doctor or psychiatrist described it was you have a hard time translating from your mind to paper. And um, it affected everything, Tommy, from like math, reading, science. I just wasn't getting it. I would get it in my head, but had a hard time translating it to paper. And um, dyslexia kicked in. So when it came down to comic books, it was like, they're mostly pictures, you know, they're mostly, you know, you, you get the sound effects and you'll get um, the pictures and it, the speech bubbles, you know, and it's so little reading, unless you're reading, I, I read all the way, I managed to read all the way through um, The Watchmen, which was a lot of reading, but um, it usually it's not, you know, it's, it's speech bubbles and that that's what got me into like, hey, I could tell a story through sequential art and you know i i have a writing disability but it's not going to take me too much writing and even when i write a script i let the artist know like hey if you see misspelled words or if anything's written backwards i have dyslexia um just ignore it you know i tell my editor all the time like he'll message me back and say hey there was it was bad this time and i'm like hey you know what you you know me so just uh, <laughs> you have to kind of disregard and then um it's even more crazy with the letters like um the people who letter the comic books because i have to let them know like hey i read it my my editor read it i sent it you know to my wife and she read it but if you catch anything i'll pay you a little bit more to like switch it around you know so that's what got me to not only reading but writing and telling the story you know i have i'm, I'm a creative person and it's hard to get it out on paper so a form of dyslexia, a form of um, writing disability would lead to, I could tell a story through sequential art, you know, and that's what it was. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm so happy for you that that outlet exists, right? To where you can yeah. still express what's inside and you got all the help that you need with your wife and the editor. And so, I mean, yeah. that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So, so where, what was the first title that you came out with and why was that title the first one so um the first one i came out with was was actually kyle flex it was i had three characters i had kyle flex i had smolderman and i had um prince curly and all of these characters are eventually going to be in kyle flex's story but um it wasn't i i was sitting down in my mom's basement like while i was still living with her i was had to be 17 18 years old and um, I would sit there and draw like my own comics because I, I, you know, over the years you learn, you know, um, I had no idea people were paying artists, you know, people who could actually draw to do the comic book work and then people who actually letter. So I'm in, I'm struggling, you know, trying to draw, trying to letter and everything. And I finally came out with this one comic book and my girlfriend at the time was like hey you should you should post it you should post it online i'm like do people actually do that you know so um once i figured out how how the comic book industry worked especially as an independent um publisher or an independent person working on comics then i would post them online and that is what like opened up the gate for me but kyle flex he was uh, wasn't originally like a a monster slayer he wasn't originally supposed to be um anybody that like a superhero type i had him more of a secret agent but then helsing like I, I was just thinking like i just love the movie so much and help yourself right kj you <laughs> it's it just like <laughs> hey 
you know what? I, I, I love the Hugh Jackman film. I love um, Blade. And, you know, it'd be cool for him to be a monster hunter. And um, so we I kind of pushed it that way. But he was he was by far my favorite out of the three that I had. And um, I did a few crossovers with the other two characters, but I kind of pushed him the most because I liked him the most. And how did you come up with Kyle Flex? Is it based off of someone you know or just a, someone you created because of, you know, Blade and some of the other movies you saw? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, it, it was, we, I was, um, we, we always, my friends and I, we, um, my friends and I would always have a debate about superheroes just like kids do. And they would um, always say, like, my, my brother is a big Batman fan. He's like, Batman would beat Blade and we would argue amongst playing Halo and everything. So eventually that led to let's create our own characters and let's draw our own characters to see what they come up with. So um, I came up just just off of just drawing him and then it's like give him a name, give him a backstory. And then that was it, you know, so it was kind of on the whim. It wasn't necessarily based off of anybody or based off of um any anything in particular, I would say that he has a lot of similarities to myself. Or um, if uh, like I see, you know, and, and it's it's bad because as a writer, you're not supposed to do it, but you push out a lot of what's going on in your life into your work and everything. So it's it's a lot of similarities that I see. But no, he was supposed to um, just kind of be there. Like I, I drew seven different people and gave them seven several different backstories and different names and everything it was just on the whim um my sister is the one that was like um i like the name you know and she she was like that that name is gonna sell you know it's, it, it was one of those things that jack reacher um john wick one of those names that just kind of yeah. popped you know so rolls off I, the tongue nice right kyle flex yeah. <laughs> that's cool man so in your experience right you start you create the character, you have this desire to put it on paper, and then you accomplish it. Um, as you're going through that experience, what were some of the struggles? And then what were some of the, the things that you felt were a lot easier than you thought? Okay, so uh, just right off the bat, the struggle was writing with me. It was um, trying to figure out. I never knew um, beforehand that I had to write a script. And when I learned, like, you're working with another artist, um, the the first artist that I worked with that did the the Kyle Flex, the first issue of Kyle Flex that I did, she was like, I need a script. I can't go based off, you know, so that was the first struggle. I had to figure out how to format a, a script for her and then sit and make sure she she understands it. And she did, a, she did a pretty good job for what it was. You know, I was maybe 24, 25 years old at the time. And then um, from that point on, I was, um, the other struggle was just, um, finding finding people to work with you know i didn't realize you know you go online you go on like DeviantArt, you go to to fiverr you go to instagram and there's millions of people who who do art and they'll message you and you know you got to find the right one that's in your budget when you're 25 you know i'm doing a little bit better in life right now but when you're, when you're 25 24 years old and they're like hey I charge $150 a page. It's like, I don't, you know, I don't have that <laughs> laying around, you know? So eventually you, you kind of learn um, how to budget money, how to budget um, what you need for um, what you need done. You know, you, you learn how to do page by page or whatever it is um, to fit you. 
Um, but what helped me a lot was I signed on with a, a company um, to learn the ins and outs of comic books. I knew for the most part what I was doing, but um, they showed me the business side of working with comic books. And I did a few scripts for them and did a few titles for them just to get the ins and outs of it. And I eventually left the company to continue to do Kyle Flex. But um, it was just it, it was hard, not only dyslexia, writing disability, um, but um, finding money, finding artists, finding um, an editor, you know, just to get the book out there. And um, before I met my wife, she was like, uh, well, we, we were dating and she was like, your your job isn't that hard. And I'm like, it's, it's a struggle. So she sees, you know, she can appreciate like when the book actually gets to the printer. She's like, man, you, you've been working on this for a year now and it's finally hitting. And I'm like, I, you understand, you know, you get it now. So so she she's more appreciative. She thought I was just sitting around typing and then I sent it to the artist and that's it, you know, so. I'm glad she can under, understand the struggle behind, you know, where it comes from or when I finally she she sees how proud I am when it when a book gets here. And she's like, what like what's so important? You know, and, and she doesn't understand the struggle until now. You know, so so I can appreciate anybody, anybody that does in, in independent work, indie comics. I appreciate it, man, because I understand the the struggle that went behind the work. So I'm all for reading. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And I've seen some of the videos with your wife, man. She seems like she is uh, right there by your side, uh, making sure that all this gets pushed out. Right. That's pretty awesome. Yes. Man. You've become she's a family supportive. affair, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's supportive. Yeah. That's so cool, man. All right. So you kind of figure it out. Your first comic book that actually um, after the school and that gets published, right, is the Kyle Flex, correct? Yes. 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 So it's, that was uh, that was the first issue that I, while well, I was drawing, like I said, I was drawing them before, but never really published anything. And then when I, as I learned over the years, like I'll give you a, a time date. It was maybe from 17 to 25. I learned, I just took a break and learned, hey, you need an artist. Hey, you need this, you need to do this. And then around 25, 25 years old, I was like, I'm gonna find an artist. We're gonna do this first book. And then I did it and I was so proud of it. And then, um, it was like, it was, I, I started looking at other people, you know, I started, started, and they say not, you know, my wife gets on my case about this. She's like, run your own race. But I started going on in, in on Instagram and I would run into like Dream Theory and I would run into Concrete Comics. And I'm like, they're, they're doing what I want to do. And she's like, Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, you gotta, you know, yeah, yeah. so, but um, they're, they're really good. You know, I, I talked to them online and they helped me out so much. Um, yeah. Newton, he, no matter where he's at, you know, he could be at New York Comic Con. He's like, do this, go to this publisher, go to this print. And, you know, I appreciate the help because I, I, I know they know what they're doing and I'm still trying to make it to that level. But um, it, that was the first title that I did that I was actually proud of. And then I was like, you know what? That felt good. I'm going to take this. And I'm going to try and do another one. And it's just taking so long and so much time. But uh, I got the support. I got the support behind me. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting advice from Newton or Derek over at Concrete, you're doing all right, man. Those guys are oh, yeah, incredible, man. They're great. They're, they're great. A couple yeah. of my favorite publishers, man. I, I have everything they've ever done. So. Oh yeah, they're, they're great. They're great. <laughs> they're really good, man. That's awesome. All right, can you kind of walk through the portfolio of comics that you've already um, have out there for people to purchase? Oh yeah, um, a lot of them are with the company that I've 
I, I worked for in the past, but um, yeah, right now you can get the, the first issue of Kyle Flex, which would it's, it's considered a one shot now because I'm restarting the series over, you know. So there's going to be eventually two Kyle Flex comic books that say issue number one, and one is just a one shot, and then the other one would be a continued series. Um, I did the Sear issue number eight at for Rise of Sun Comics. Um, that's that's for sale right now. I did two or three issues of Old Man Kyle Flex for Rising Sun Comics. Uh, and they just, you know, I introduced the character to them. And they were like, hey, would you consider on making him an old man in the future? I was like, sure, let's let's go for it. I did three issues for them. Um, we did um, multiple um, anthologies where um, they were giving me short stories. They would say, hey, write about, um, you know, this is Rising Sun's comics version of Aquaman. Can you do it? You know, and I would... I would write, you know, little short stories. Um, it's called The Adventures of Unknown. All of these, all of these titles can be found on risingsunpublishing.com. And they, you know, um, like I said, I did the work for them. I get a small percentage from just the effort, but most of the money goes to them. But if you just want to read my work, that's a lot of it from from the time that I did the first issue of Kyle Flex up until now. Um, and then in the futuristic, um, we are supposed to be, we're shooting for May to get the first issue that I'm working on right now. Uh, it'll be the first issue of Kyle Flex in a series. Nice. And will you uh, crowdfund that like through Kickstarter or something? Yeah, actually. Um, yeah, we're headed that way right now. Um, I was talking to Newton about it and uh, who had multiple successful Kickstarters and, he, he gave me um, a lot of advice, you know, to, to not jump the gun because we were about to start the Kickstarter. And he just gave me a list of things like, hey, do this, do this, do this, and then run the Kickstarter. But when we do run the Kickstarter, you, you're going to get not only the first issue of the series Kyle Flex, you'll get the one shot. You'll also get um, Prince Curly, which is another one shot. So I'm giving away three titles and four different covers for the new series that started. Nice. So once we get it, launched then i would definitely post it on twitter on instagram and everything but it's we're headed in that direction right now that is so cool kj i'm so, I'm so happy for you man i i know it's a lot of work i know it's a struggle um especially <laughs> when you're doing it on your own and you're not going through like a a publisher that's gonna kind of help walk you through that but I, i'm i'm happy for you man because it, it means more when you do it yourself and you do it the crowdfunding um route and it's pretty yeah. awesome, man. So right now, right, as people are kind of waiting for that first issue of Kyle Flex, um, they should be following you on Denied Comics, and it's with an X. Um, and that's yeah. on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the same, right? Yeah, well, actually, on Instagram, it's um, it's with an X on Instagram only. Yeah. Oh, okay. On, on Twitter, on Facebook, or everywhere else, it's spelled with an X. And the reason being on Instagram is because – we had two accounts that was um, denied comics and then denied comics with an X. And for some reason, the other account, I don't know what happened to it. So we had to rewrite the word in it with an X. So that Instagram would be the only one that's spelled that way. But we're all the same company that whether you run into, um, you know, you're, you're going to see the same logo everywhere you go so if don't get confused by the x at all <laughs> but, but um yeah we're all over the place we're um tiktok instagram facebook um the whole nine yards twitter everywhere you know so nice, yeah nice. if you want to follow follow there absolutely should be following um everything that you're doing you are like as i follow you i see that you're posting a lot of really great information to get people kind of excited about these titles that are coming so 
yeah, to find out more, definitely follow uh, KJ um, on uh, all these different platforms, man. What what else are we missing, man? That you want fans to know? Um, yeah, just uh, just a little bit of where we where we come from. The the title yeah. of Deny Comics and everything. Um, That'd be awesome. I, yeah, I I came up with Deny Comics with um, just constantly being denied by by independent by big name publishers. I should say. Um, yeah. I was seventeen and wasn't didn't know. You know, the, the ins and outs of comic It's kind of funny thinking back on it because I was like, I want to work for Image. I want to work for Marvel. I want to work for DC and Dark Horse and everything. And I would do this little bit of work as this 17-year-old kid and then submit it and I would hear nothing back. And so I would look at my wife and I'm like, man, I'm getting denied. Like, I'm getting denied left and right. But it wasn't, it wasn't officially denials. It was just like, hey, we're being ignored. You know, you're being ignored. And so finally, um, I was like, I'm going to focus in on one publisher and then I'm going to see if they if they take me. And it was the, the publisher I chose was Image Comics. So I was like, I'm going to focus in on them. I'm going to send them. I'm going to constantly send them work. We, we just um, listening to like Todd McFarlane's stories growing up. Like, hey, I submitted X amount of um, comic books and then finally I got I was like I'm gonna do the same thing only tone in the image comics and um, you know the first time I pitched them I got nothing the second time I pitched them I got nothing the third time though I got a really nice letter from Eric Larson that was like hey I see what you're doing here it looks good but it doesn't it's not a, the best fit for image right now yada 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 I was like okay so I, I looked at my wife and I was like, I'm wearing them now. So I revised, <laughs> did another pitch. And then I was like, they're probably not going to say nothing about this this next pitch that I'm doing. But it was just fun to do. And then sure enough, they sent me another letter back. And they were like, hey, you're doing really good. Um, keep it up. But unfortunately, we're not. And so finally, I was like, okay, this is this is denied. This is denial. This is not, you know, this, they're not ignoring me. They're, they're asking me you know, reading my work and looking at it and they're saying, hey, I see what you're doing, but it's, it's just not a fit right now. So it's not, you know, it, it sounds bad. It sounds like, hey, they're denying you and, and you're not good enough. But um, just listening to stories, war stories from p- being pitched and stuff, they say no answer is the worst and a, a message back is a little bit better, you know, to where, and then the best case scenario is like, hey, we're going to accept your work and, and you're good, you know, and then Again, after talking to like Newton, after talking to like Concrete Comics, just um, just various people that's in the industry with me or independent industry with me, they um they told me they're like, hey, do it yourself, you know, like that. Don't worry, eventually they're they're gonna come, you know, and they're they're really the ones, you know. I have to give them a lot of credit, a lot of shout out because they're they're the ones that like push me to like start your Instagram page, start your work, like do it do it yourself. You know, um another one was Godhood Comics where yeah. they oh. they they actually reached out to me on I didn't I had no clue who <clears throat> they were. They reached out to me on um on Twitter and they were like do this, do that. And, and it's just it's so much help coming from left and right. And, and you know even though they're considered the competition or they, you know, you want everybody to, to buy your book. And, and then um, I, I reached out to Newton. I'm like, Hey, I really want to read Crescent city monsters. And he sends, he sends it, you know, without any payment, he just kind of sends it to my address and I read it. I was like, Hey, I'm going to send this back to you because I want an autograph. And he's like, 
he like sends a whole nother autograph book. So I have actually two copies of the first issue because because he was just nice enough, you know, and it's just really good to meet people like that. And I never experienced it in my life. You know, you go to you go to cons, you go to um you you go to little comic book stores and you sign, you you know, you have your little book there and you sign in comic books and everything. And the people, the fans, the 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 people you meet, the people there is just a, a great community of people. And I never thought, I just thought, you know, like everywhere you go is you know you're gonna run into that jerk or you're gonna run into people who aren't gonna you know you you sit outside of the local grocery store and they're selling candy you know and then people walk by and they're like i don't want to i don't want any candy or i don't want any girl scout cookies at the time and you you kind of go in with that mindset when you're at a comic comic book convention but it's like the fed like people who genuinely love anime they really love comic books they're they're going to come up to you they're going to talk to you the people in the industry the the that's if you're independent they're going to support you you know so anytime you know anytime dream theory godhood concrete anytime they need anything from me i'm there because i can appreciate it it's just it's just so much of a struggle being by myself that i i look up to these guys and, and 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 it's it's um i came a long way and a lot of it is because of them they they're like start off with one just focus on one and get it out and this is the way you do it if you need any question especially especially um newton at dream fear no matter where he's at i'm 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 looking at him like posting pictures from new york or posting pictures from san diego i'm like hey i know you're busy i know you're in san diego right now but can you help me out with this and sure enough no matter where he's at he's going to help me out so it's just it's a good feeling to have the support you know and and that's what really keeps me going um for for the work that i do um i'm like i was up at four o'clock this morning typing up a, a script and then and then um my wife looks at me and she's like where where were you at four o'clock this morning i was like i was typing up a script and i was like i'm not even gonna use it and she's like why why you defeat yourself you know like people probably would love it and everything you know so it's it's just a struggle on me you know i have to kind of push myself to to the finish line when it comes to my work and everything, but yeah, we're, we're here. Yeah. Um, another thing is, um, in futuristic, and it's probably going to come out before my, um, my, my, my first issue of Kyle flex is okay. my wife is a, um, children's author and she has multiple children's books out and, That's um, cool, we're, man. we're doing Kyle flex. It's basically Kyle flex this year. So she's, I gave her all the information about my character and she she rhymes in her stories and everything. So she's putting together Issy Bissy Kyle Flex and it's going to be strictly for children and it's going to be this little fun book that's coming out way before my my actual comic book comes out. So look forward to that. I'll be posting it on the on the Night Comics Instagram and Twitter and everything. That is dope, man. Is it going to yeah. be under the Denied Comics um, branding too, the children's books, or does she have her own brand that she's using? That that's an excellent question. She has her own branding, um, but uh, since it's a collaboration, I told her I was like, "You you're gonna have to put my logo in there. You're gonna have to <laughs> just just to because if uh, you know if a little kid, you know, it, she writes for early readers. I, I would say in between um, first and fifth grade. So if they're if you're in the fifth grade, you're ten years old, and you pick up Issy Bissy Kyle Flex. 
I need you to become a fan based off of that, you know, like, hey, there's a comic book about this guy. So put my logo, put all the tags in there and, and so they can so they can merge their way on to, you know, yeah, to yeah. Kyle Prince, who, who the real character is. But um, she she had fun with that one. And I'm, I'm excited for her to, to do that. She she's real well at um, she's a teacher. So she's she's rhyming and typing and yeah. putting together artwork and everything. So um, when it when the when we get the artwork which is it's being it's in the process right now i'll start posting pictures and everything of, of them and it's nice be, it's gonna be, uh, yeah yeah it's yeah, so yeah. cool man it's it definitely a family affair man you got two writers in the house then oh yeah oh yeah yeah we're uh she she um she didn't really write until she saw what i did and i, I met her through the process and i was like it's a lot of work but once you did once you do it you're good and she has she has done two now and she goes to you know i'll i'll go to comic cons you know i'll go to dream con i'll go to you know the the comic con acon wherever it is around town and she'll go to her her conventions and she'll yeah. she'll say hey i sold this many books and you know we're kind of in competition with each other but it's, it's friendly fire any anything that she makes is what i make so you know so so yeah look forward to that it's gonna it's gonna be fun i hope yeah yeah yeah, yeah. do you uh kind of have an idea of when um Kyle Flex comes out. What what will be the first uh, con that you do? Have you um, already like looked at the calendar and kind of figured out like, hey, I want to time it around this time so I can hit this con because Dallas has a big one, Austin has a yeah. big one. I mean, there's yeah. some pretty awesome ones in Texas. So we are most definitely um, okay. So the so what we're shooting for, what we already have planned out is to to do DreamCon, which is in Austin. Um, we are planning to do Acon, which would be Anime Con right here in Dallas. I live in Arlington, so I'm not that far away from any any of them. Um, and um, the big one in Dallas, we're planning on going to that. But the main one, if if I can't make all of them, I would definitely be at DreamCon. I would definitely be at Anime Con around the area. Um, we're going to try and branch out. We're going to try and go to Philadelphia this year um, where um, the the Glyph Awards are are being held. Um, I'm planning on getting the table out there. So if, uh, if I'm, don't quote me, don't put it on record, but we're we're trying to do that one. But you can definitely quote me on on Acon, and you can definitely quote me on DreamCon. We we're had we already planned it out since last year to to go there this year. So the Kickstarter should be running. Hopefully May we should launch the Kickstarter. It shouldn't last that long, um, and then the book would be out. And of course, it's gonna take some Newton already let me know. He's like, hey, let make sure that you put out a good enough time to make sure you ship the book out to everybody. Hopefully everybody gets their book before DreamCon, before Anime Con. So when you see me there, I'll I'll have it all ready for you. You know, so DreamCon, look out for DreamCon. That's that's nice. where we're headed, right? Yeah, when you head to Philly, that's where Derek is the owner of Concrete. So yeah, yeah, he, he let me know because uh, we when I won it, when I won the Glyph Award, I was like, "Hey, are you going?" And he was like, "Sure." And I was like, "Well, what makes you so sure?" He's like, "I'm I'm up here. I already I'm already <laughs> here." So I, so I was like, "Oh, okay. Of course, of course, you're gonna be there." You know, so exactly. But I, yeah. Unfortunately, I couldn't I couldn't make it that year and um, the year that I won, and I had no clue that I won. You know, it was yeah. kind of one of those things where I just submitted it in and was like. If I win, then I win, you know, and then yeah. they messaged me, you know, um, the, the Glyph Awards messaged me while I was at work. And I was like, I'm not going to make, you know, that's a flight. That's a trip, you know, yeah. but you gave me the award, you know, so eventually they sent it in and everything. But I had no, if I had known that I had any type of chance of winning, 
Yeah, I would have took the trip out there. So, so I'll know next time. Win, win, lose, draw. I'm gonna head out there just to just to be there, just to have a good time. You know, that's so. cool, man. That's yeah. cool. Well, Mr. KJ, man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate meeting you. Um, I cannot wait for this Kyle Flex to come out. I promise you, I'll be one of the first ones on that Kickstarter purchasing right. that. Um, but man, uh, congratulations! I'm so happy to actually have met you. Um, and yeah. you know, anytime you want to come back on, especially as you get closer to that Kickstarter, let's help you push that out and get that out to as many people as possible to ensure that you have a, a successful campaign, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tommy. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime, my friend. And uh, let's stay in touch. Okay. Oh, will do. Will do. All right, man. Well, appreciate it, everybody. I'll throw the links for all of the different social media, um, to make sure that you know where to find, uh, KJ and uh, to follow his work, especially as he leads up to this uh, Kickstarter. But uh, KJ, have a great rest of the week, and everybody, we'll talk soon.